0: You know, goals and a focus about them uh, give you the chance to have daily improvement.
1: Um, that's been a lot of fun to watch that happen for them to respect what it takes. Because what we're asking them to do is really, really hard. It's really hard.
0: Finished with them on the practice field today. I'm sorry, there's no other way for us to make this
1: easier. These next 10 days should be the hardest 10 days of the whole season. Getting the guys to sit and be on the edge of their feet. Again, on the balls of their feet, 10 toes in the ground. And really, literally buy into that. Because that's what it takes to be a, a championship program. To be that one of those teams. Okay? And not be a top 15 team. To be one of those teams each and every year. Head football coach Brent Venables talking about the 10 days, which they are... What are they? Six days into that uh, ten day stretch?
0: Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, said that on Wednesday of last week. Is that is that when that happened?
1: Uh, yeah, Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, Wednesday. Talking about starting tomorrow, Thursday, full pads. Um, they were going to get it in. What they went Thursday, Friday, Saturday scrimmage on Saturday, off Sunday, back at it yesterday, today, and as you mentioned. About to get a little break uh, in the temperature, which is going to be awesome. Going to feel a lot better for those guys, but still not going to make it that much easier.
0: Are they, they're not going as early in the morning as we saw the the previous
1: few years, right? From what I've seen, most of, most of it has been at ten thirty. So, it's it's not the hot, hottest part of the day, but not the coolest part of the day either. It's kind of. Uh, a happy medium there, and I like it. I think it's – I I have always – I've never been a fan of the early practice time, especially in the season where first thing you do is get up there, practice, and then go to meetings. I I like to prime for practice a little bit with some film, review some of the things that you're going to be going through – Maybe you need to watch some of the practice from the previous day if you hadn't had a chance to do it with the coaching staff. I, there's, I like to prime a little bit, and you know he had he had mentioned at one point trying to get back to the afternoon practice scale uh, uh, schedule during the season. I don't know if they're able to do that now or not. You know, it's it's not it's not just a as easy as. Well, we schedule practice in the afternoon now. You've got 100 guys that you've got to make sure that they can get in the proper corresponding classes with whatever their majors are, and and it lines up schedule-wise for them to be able yeah. to do that. So The
0: only reason they were doing that before is just because of the heat, right? They were trying to do it the coolest part of the day. Is that the reason?
1: I You know, there, there was this Chip Kelly thing. It was this Chip Kelly schedule that a bunch of people adopted across the country and you practice early in the morning you're um like tip like for the longest time you practiced monday tuesday wednesday thursday walk through friday play saturday
0: because chip kelly's had all this success over the past six years makes sense right
1: well you know and he didn't invent it i think it wasn't like an oregon sports uh, like you know, they've got they've dumped a ton of money into their 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 sports science stuff out oh, there.
0: Oh, we're even going by analytics to start practice here in the past. Great.
1: Well, awesome. The thing is, is like all of that is fine, but you end up, in my opinion, you end up essentially wasting a day of physical practice because I think they came in on Sunday to review film, go over corrections, introduce the, the next opponent, right? Well, you have to have a day off. So Monday's your day off. Well, you already burned one day on a not physical practice because it's just the day after a game where you're just kind of move, moving around, moving some blood, trying to uh, get the soreness out. And then you're off Monday, so you go you go Tuesday, Wednesday, and then your walkthrough is Thursday, and then the day before a game on Friday, we know that's not going to be a physical practice, right? So it's it just – I don't know. I never understood. Yeah, well, it. and,
0: and, and I, I, you said it in the past, too, about the training camp practices. Is you do it that – like, you're keeping guys – away from the facility they're spending less time right. on football than they are doing you know they're God knows what somewhere else
1: yeah you're you you go up there you practice at 7 a.m or whenever they had it and you get done with practice at nine you go back you watch some film they're out of there eat lunch and they're gone at noon and it's just way too much time away from the facility being done And I know you're going to class and everything, but, you know, just my opinion of it is there should be a, like, an early workout, um, you know, in between, like, since you're already up there, you might as well hang around the, the facility and get some film review and stuff in, you know, in the time between classes. And then you come back for lunch and after class and you're there. You can't go home, so you might as well hang around the facility. And if you're going to hang around the facility, you can go up, stop by your coach's office, see what's going on in practice, like things that you need to work on, go watch this tape, watch this tape, check out the third and long. And then you go down, you get taped, you get ready for practice, then you, go, you get taped and ready, then you go to meetings. And then, you know, it just, like, yeah. it turns into a full day of being around the football. I, I think it, like, mentally, too. I, I
0: Physically, being out in the heat, I, I think physically it preps you better for the season. You don't have to be out there during the heat of the day. But I think there's a massive difference, dude, in going out there at 1030 versus 630. Like, if everything you do, and it seemed like everything that they were doing was – well, let's do it this way to put less strain. Let's do it this way since it's not so hot. Let's warm up in the indoor before the season opener because it's too hot outside. I don't know if it takes a mental toll, but I think that there's a real thing in being you know, mentally confident that what we just went through, that's the hard part, man. Now it's the easy part. And I think when you do everything to – Let's get it when it's not so hot. Let's do everything to where it's easier. You don't have that mental confidence than right. you would otherwise. I, I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. Big believer.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Everything needs to be as difficult as possible. That way – Or
0: the or at least the players think it was as difficult as it could yeah. have possibly been.
1: That's right. That's right. Um, uh, by
0: the way, in case you're just now tuning in, uh, news out of practice today. Well, it didn't happen today, but – Unfortunately, linebacker T.D. Roof, uh, Brent Vittables, confirmed he is uh, out for the year. He has a bicep injury. So, that's tough. Good news, Jalen Redmond was uh, back out on the field and dressed today. So, good, there, good, there you go.
1: Good to see Redmond back out there. I ah, just absolutely hate it for, uh, for T.D. Roof. Um, really loved the way that kid played football loved the the veteran leadership that he brought to that that position group um you know just just had a a good understanding of how to play the position understands the defense just a just a guy that they really needed to be out there on the field and in the drills and in the meeting room with them so i hated to see that brutal all
0: right, let's roll through a few texts here. Yeah. Mule shoes scheduled at cooler parts of the day because kettlebells get very hot to the touch by 1030. <laughs> they, uh, that joke will never not be funny. They
1: spray-painted all their kettlebells white uh, so they wouldn't get hot in the sun out there at USC.
0: You know, you joke about that, but I could definitely see that being the case. And they spray-painted iron across their kettlebells.
1: Dude, I'll tell you what. Um, if they're... I, I seriously envy USC for training camp. That is...
0: The nicest weather, the easiest practice.
1: Super dry, uh, 69 degrees nice. at practice every day. Just amazing. Do you
0: even think they'll put on pads during training camp this year? Well, yeah, they'll
1: size them up just to make mm, sure yeah, everything yeah, fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they, they have to take pictures in their jerseys, you know.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. He didn't do that when he was the head coach here no, I mean, he used to like, take a team picture. I mean
1: like the uh the the hype pictures, you know, like with everyone, you know, in front of the the cars or whatever out there. Yeah.
0: Random question, do players get class credit for being on the team? No. We did in uh, Juco. Really? Yeah. Like a PE credit or yeah. something? Oh yeah. See? Should have played Juco football. Dang. Missed out.
1: I know. No. Least not that I know of.
0: Teddy doesn't wear jewelry and there's not a thing you can do about it. I don't wear what? Jewelry. What was that? One more time? Shut up. <laughs> after horns win the home opener, they'll be ranked for Bama. And what if horns pull the upset? Oh, we're actually having a real conversation if Texas beats Alabama, okay. Uh
1: well, I don't know. Well they'll be ranked after they win the opener against Louisiana uh Monroe. <sighs> I don't know that that's necessarily guaranteed. Now, you'd have to have one of your teams in the back half of the, like, from 20 back lose, which is, uh, that's that's not unreasonable. That could happen. Some of those teams are going to play, uh, maybe play up and play someone tough. So, I, I guess that is theoretically possible, but... It seems like a waste of a ranking, but they would try and help Alabama out, giving them a top 25 team that they beat in the non-con, right?
0: Does Vandy keep the score closer against Bama than Texas or at least cover the spread? Um, that is going to be a fun exercise this year to see which teams play Bama tougher than uh, what Texas did. That's. <sighs> that's uh, I'm going to have a lot of fun with that.
1: I don't know. I, I don't know if anyone keeps it close against Alabama they may and and I'm sure someone will and this team is going to have some flaws somewhere and I say flaws like they may not be the absolute best in the country at a couple of spots uh in their game what that might be I don't know kicker usually is one of them. Seems like they've gotten better, though.
0: No coincidence, I guess, given the Cowboys haven't been back to the Super Bowl since Jerry moved training camp back to Cali. Mm, Three there you go. laughing face emojis. Yeah, I got bad news, everyone. I am ready to report after what I saw on Saturday night that, indeed, the Cowboys will suck again in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. That was my big takeaway it from It sounds like high. the...
1: Uh, I've, I've read a bunch of negative... Articles about people's feelings on McCarthy too. So,
0: I tell you though, um, the concessioned like situation at Mile High Stadium,
1: oh, second to none.
0: I, that was Teddy. You can't walk through the concourse like you have no other choice but to buy a Tall Boy beer. It's like all there is. You you walk past this bar and it has like all these selections behind a cooler, right? And then you walk. I don't know, 25 more feet, and there's an entirely different selections of tall boy beers there. And then you walk 20 more feet, and there's like a, it almost looks like a convenience store where you walk through this turnstile, and you're just like walking through like the beer aisle or the beer section at the grocery store, and you pick out something there. It was, I was like, wow, this is insane it was net it was next level i was very impressed
1: nice that's cool that's cool that is uh
0: there's no way broncos fans aren't raging
1: alcoholics after what i saw yeah yeah well welcome to the nfl i think that's, that's why there's so NFL many team. fights <laughs> no right? doubt. no i didn't doubt. see any
0: food available it was just all beer everywhere <laughs>
1: Oh, that's good. Sandwich in a can, I guess.
0: Uh, I, you want to get through a few more texts before we hit a yeah, break Yeah, here? that's cool. Sooner Soldier says USC schedules around smog levels.
1: Boy, I, I, maybe that's true. Whatever they, ske- they schedule around tough opponents, that's, they, they have such an easy schedule.
0: Do you know the early line on the Bama-Texas game? I think it's 16-and-a-half. 16-and-a-half, I think, is what it is.
1: It will not be 16-and-a-half at kickoff. Do so you think I it'll would... be
0: higher or lower? You gonna be? 18? Oh, it's gonna be way higher.
1: I, I don't know. Pick a number; it won't surprise me. No,
0: I um, I don't feel bad, but there's a part of me that feels like I'm stealing money from the um, the DraftKings sports book after the bet that I made yesterday. I I, I for fifty dollars, I put a three hundred and fifty dollar wager on OU winning more games than USC this year. Yeah, I I think that that might be worth someone. Just driving to Colorado for And placing that bet
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm serious Yeah If you can get Especially get the what? How much you end up getting I got minus 110 odds Is what I got Um, Right But I'm saying Like how much free Bets did you get $300 300 out of the yeah, 350 We, we put right. $50 of actual money That was placed
0: On a $350 bet
1: Yeah That's definitely worth it Because we used a brand new account there <laughs> brand new account like what do you have to do to set up a brand new account
0: i mean just send a link to someone it's 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 easy it's easy to sign up you, for a new account but i'm
1: saying like just an email address
0: yeah, yeah yeah that's basically it
1: click a box that says you're 21
0: maybe i should have created a new account you should while have I was
1: created there. about 30 of oh them while gosh. you were there
0: <laughs> we would have had a party up in here buddy Uh, And you know what? I was already going to root against USC every game this year, but, man, it just got kicked up a notch.
1: While that bet is up, before it gets taken down, I I know we've got some tech people in our audience. I need someone to create a bot that just sends a link to another fake email account, and it just continually – sets up a new account, places the new money from the free bet money on that same bet and just continues to do it until they finally shut yeah, it so off. Yeah, so
0: someone texted us earlier in the show that said, um, subscribe to a VPN and set to a Colorado IP address. Yeah. Put money on a Visa gift card and bet away. Which, that sounds easy enough. Teddy can't even access his ESPN Plus account at his home, so he, there's no way that he can figure that out. No. So y- you got to do something
1: else. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying, yeah, you could do that. <laughs> you should do that. <laughs>
0: Am I miss? I, it it looks like the easiest bet of all time. I hope I'm not wrong. I just I don't I don't think that I am here. Yeah. It just seems like a slam dunk.
1: I just here's the thing though, uh, it was a slam dunk until you did it.
0: That's true. I am labeled as the <laughs> show jinx. I think the station jinx by now. That's right. In right. my take though, if it doesn't happen, I'll be like, well, I was right to bet on it and feel that confidence. It, you're still it just right. Didn't yes. happen.
1: You're still right. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush. Coming up, hour number two rolls on next.
0: It is the Rush on the Ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman inside the Brian O'Haver Studios. Keep those texts coming on the Air Coverage Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. I would ask you, did you hear my bold prediction on Locked In? But (laughs) you never listened to Locked In. That's not true. With myself and Parker Thune from two to three, so I'll just tell you what I said. I made the prediction and I convinced Parker to join me on it, which felt great. We are calling a decommitment from Malachi Nelson and USC. You're so yeah. We're 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 on record of saying that that is going to happen.
1: Okay, but here's the thing: you have to have. You can't just say that on a gut feel. Sure, I can.
0: What do you mean? Absolutely, I can.
1: You've got nothing to. You've got no info to back it up. I've got enough info, which is an Instagram
0: post with him in an A and M jersey and a cowboy hat on. Okay. What, what other information do you need? Um, no, I, in all seriousness, it's just taking that visit, the post after, and like just all the smoke that keeps coming out like, watch out, this is a real deal. If USC doesn't get his NIL act together, then he could certainly decommit. Uh, yes, a, a, a lot of it is based off a of gut feel, but I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think that he will – decommit from USC
1: isn't this just the same thing as Caleb Williams going up to Madison Wisconsin
0: well I thought you were going to say D um leaving or hopping in the transfer portal
1: no I'm I, I guess everyone everyone thought and knew that he was going to USC but while those negotiations were going on uh you know, going elsewhere, going to other schools, going to other places, looking around, that kind of drives the price up a little bit, right? And if this is an NIL situation with Malachi, then don't you think if he wants to drive his price up, he needs to go snoop around?
0: I guess, but you're snooping around at the place that will pay more money than anyone else. <laughs> USC can get its act together. I'm not sure they could match what uh A&M is probably going to offer. Which someone on the text line says, is it true he was offered 15 million over 3 years? They did not specify as if to that was a uh, USC or A&M, but I made the comment of if it's A&M, it would not shock me at all if he was offered 15 million over 3 years, which is just insane and ridiculous.
1: That is so dumb. I yeah, I, I cannot wait to see how this whole situation plays out. Some places it's gonna it's gonna play out just fine. There's gonna be quarterbacks that, you know, get these big NIL deals, these guarantees before they ever step foot on campus. And, you know, they're gonna go ball, maybe win a championship, maybe win a heisman. All right, that's gonna happen. But more often than not, there's gonna be guys that Highly recruited, highly paid, just to show up, never step foot on the field, and I I, w- I just wonder how many, how many of those, can a donor base stomach before they say, uh, not again, not anymore, not happening.
0: Hey, I I think the situation that happened yesterday is a terrible look where Miles Brennan. It's not going to be the starting quarterback at LSU. Walks away from the team, and he has nil deals with Raising Canes, Smoothie King, Game Coin, Small Sliders, and Hollingsford Richards Ford. He didn't play a single game since signing, but because nils can't be based on performance, he gets to keep all the money.
1: Keeps the money. Does he keep getting like the con? Like if it's over like three years, does he keep? Getting it over three years?
0: Well, I'm gonna guess that some of those ran through this year. Was this was this his last year of eligibility at LSU? Maybe maybe not. Uh I I don't know the answer to that question. But Hollingsford Richards Ford. That's that's a lot to say there. Hmm. Um, is one of his NIL deals. Does that mean he gets a car? Does that mean he gets to keep the car if he walked away from the team, or does he have to get it back immediately? I
1: don't know. You know, usually those are those are like uh dealer loaners but i don't know i don't know how they how they paid him on that i have no idea how any of that works i got to tell you right now though if i signed someone to an nil deal and they just say i'm not going to play football anymore well i'm going to say i'm not paying you anymore sorry deal's over
0: oh um it wouldn't be the first time i'm sure That a dealer has showed up somewhere and said, um, Hey, uh, young man, how about you hand those keys over? Right. Car car business is in an interesting spot right now.
1: Well, I don't even care if it's the car business, I don't care what my business is. If I sign someone to an NIL deal, a football player, and that football player says, I'm not playing football anymore, I'm not paying you anymore. And I don't, you know, I'll see you in court. You know, okay, you want to go to court about it? Fine. Yeah. Here we go. Uh,
0: Tyler from Kellyville. Bold prediction. Dylan Gabriel will throw a 69-yard touchdown to Marvin Mims against UTEP. Mm. Or are you going to tell me it's going to be Nick Anderson or Jaden Gibson instead?
1: Why does it have to just be one of them? Two 69-yard
0: touchdown passes? I might faint if that happens.
1: I predict he does it thrice. (laughs) Whoa. Wow. Now we're just getting greedy. (laughs) Yeah, uh I man, I'm telling you. Those young wide receivers look good. They are
0: Are you okay? Are you willing to have a legit conversation of who the leading receiver is this year and mention one or both of those
1: guys? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I I think it's I think it's less likely, but I think it's totally reasonable to make that claim. I mean Jaden Gibson is he's six five said this yesterday six five and has the bounce in his legs he looks like a deer running around out there man it's incredible he's he's got some uh he's got some really good talent to him it's just you know it's gonna be different once you start going up against other opponents that are gonna have a game plan for you specifically and You know it can get tough defensively whenever they're spreading weapons out all over the field like they have the capabilities to. But you know we'll just we'll see. I'll say right now, as a freshman wide receiver, I don't I don't remember seeing a freshman wide receiver look like this. And CD Lamb looked really good as a true freshman. Wow, he's four inches taller than CD. I
0: hey, I just. People are going to run with that, and I love it all day long. Let's go. Well, I am just – You know, what's interesting, though, is you mentioned – I think you mentioned more than three true freshmen when we uh, last were on the same show together on Thursday about the scrimmage. But think about the three true freshmen that you really mentioned. Jaden Gibson, Nick Anderson, R. Mason Thomas. Jaden Gibson, this staff, not the previous staff. It wasn't like this staff inherited Jaden Gibson – they got Jaden Gibson very late in the cycle. This staff with Brett Venable's, same thing with R. Mason Thomas, got him away from Iowa State. And I think wasn't that the same thing with Nick Anderson too? Didn't they get him very late in the in the process? I, I don't think that he was a meal right. shoe commit. So those three guys right there, those were late gets by this staff and might be playing game one against UTEP.
1: Um. I'm just jotting down some some true freshmen that I think will play to some degree. Are they going to start? I'm not saying they're going to start, but I think they will play. And the list is is, um, pretty incredible. What's the kid's name? Uh, Grayson Holton? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm up to... Here's what I got so far, and I think there's more. Oh, yeah, Uh, here's another one. All right, you got – and I'm not saying these guys start. I I just think they're guys that have the legitimate chance to contribute at some point. Jaden Gibson, Rodney Anderson.
0: (laughs) Nick Anderson. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to start
1: calling him Rodney just to get it in Toby's head so he'll mess it up on the broadcast. What do you think?
0: He's. It's going to eventually happen to me. Yeah, you know,
1: because I get to the point sometimes now where I freeze for a second, and it's like it's it's Nick, right? Is it Nick.
0: It would be awesome too if not only he does it, but he emphasizes the Rodney
1: <laughs> Anderson. <laughs> okay, so Jaden Gibson, Rodney Anderson, R. Mason Thomas, uh, both Jakes, on the offensive line. Okay, Gavin Freeman,
0: Taylor and Sexton is who he's talking about.
1: Yep, Gavin Freeman. Uh, Javante Barnes, the Sawchuck kid, Grayson Holton, Gentry Williams.
0: Jeez, not Canick. Uh, that injury today—it is that impact. Is that impact anything for him or no?
1: I don't think so. Um, now he'll be like a special teams. I think he'll play on special teams and stuff, possibly. But I don't. I don't know that he's gonna have a. Uh, a chance, at least right now, to bust into a guy that, like, I'm talking about these these guys. That's nine players
0: that you just mentioned.
1: Yeah, like I, I fully expect uh, Gibson Anderson to be a part of the mix right away, I, in some form or fashion. Are they out there for every snap as starters on at wide receiver? Probably not, but I, I imagine they're going to be involved right away. Are Mason Thomas probably not, but I think as he develops, and he's a, he's a great pass rusher. Really good, instinctual, fast, skilled pass rusher. But there's way more to play an edge than just rushing the passer. Like that's, and he's, he's light. He's 220-ish right now. Um, you know he, He's got a long way to come before you can just start throwing him out there at edge. But I think there's a chance that given the right situation against the right opponent, he could be a specialty pass rusher for you. Um, the Jakes, offensive line, it's going to be hard to break through, but we keep hearing great stuff, which, you know, they, it may not ever come to fruition, but I'm saying that just from what I've heard and what I've seen, I, they're going to be ready to contribute, if that makes sense. Gavin Freeman. Um, He's out there at Putt returner today, one yeah. of the four guys. Uh both of the freshman running backs, Barnes and Salchuk, And then Grayson Holton, I've, I expect him to be a part of the rotation probably pretty early. Now, yeah. he's not going to be in the steady rotation, but I think he'll get snaps.
0: Yeah, normally if you're talking about nine true freshmen who could really contribute, you're saying, ooh, uh, that's not the best situation. I don't think that any of these guys are out of necessity. Yeah, I, I think it's just they're physically ready to contribute.
1: And then um, Gentry-Williams. At corner. That's 10 guys. Oh, yeah, that's 10. I missed him. Okay. it's 10 guys. Um, now, Gentry Williams, going to be tough. Like, they are it's, – it's deep and it's competitive, but he's got, he's got really good skill. He's got some great makeup speed. He's got some size to him. He's small, but, you know, he's, he's a guy that may find himself out there at some point in, in some type of role. Now, need to reemphasize. I, I'm not saying these guys start. I'm not even saying that these guys are part of the regular rotation. I'm just saying that these guys have the potential to contribute at some point during the season, not just mop up duty stuff. Sure. So there you go. And I'm in. I could be leaving guys off. You know, there, there could be more out there. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next.
0: It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We call this segment What Caught Teddy's Eye. Let's get to
1: it. Story number one is. Well, first, let's give a quick shout-out to our friends over at Rooftech. Josh Tucker, former teammate of mine, runs the business over there and does an outstanding job. Give him a call for any of your roofing needs. Let's start with Michael Gundy um, said today, talking, I guess he had some media availability after practice or whatever, Talking about Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC, they took the money and ran. Wow. (laughs) Let's just cut to the chase. They made a choice to financially secure their athletic departments for the next 12 to 15 years. People can talk about all the reasons, but that's why they did it. All for the money and took a lot of history out of this league and a lot of history out of college football with them. Now, they're not the first ones to do it. Texas A&M did the same thing when they jumped ship to the SEC in 2012. So there you go.
0: Uh, well, yeah, duh, Mike. Um, why are you trying to make it sound like a bad thing? Trying to financially put themselves in a better spot, uh, more appeasing conference for the fans that pay for season tickets? Yeah, Mike! That's exactly what happened. Good I, assessment.
1: Here's what I love. Um, and let me just say, I have to reemphasize, love Mike Gundy. But... I, I like how he's acting pissed at this. This is the single greatest thing that has ever happened to Oklahoma State.
0: It takes away the only thing that you can criticize about his tenure at Oklahoma State. Yeah. His inability to beat OG. Yeah.
1: And the Big 12 is working on a new deal, and there's a legitimate chance that the, the Big 12, the teams that remain, like the the number for them is going to go up pretty substantially with this new deal, um, just just because of the way everything has unfolded, they could be these new teams in the Big 12 could be looking at a payday around 50 million bucks, uh, compared to what they have now, which is what it's been around 40 or so, right? So you get more money. And you don't have to play Oklahoma every year? It's a
0: beautiful thing for him.
1: It's a beautiful thing. All right, moving on. Manti Teow, the documentary, it's either out right now or coming out very I soon. I think it's out, and the reviews are it's awesome. I've, I've heard people talk that it's supposed to be really, really good. This was before it came out, so I'm looking forward to, to seeing that. And I guess he's pretty, pretty candid about the whole situation, right? He's... he's Front and center in it. It's not like everyone else's story, and he didn't agree to talk about it. I think he's uh, heavily involved, so um, that'll be interesting. And then the last one I have, and I know everyone's probably seen this, but my goodness, this Akib Talib. Oh my god! And his it's brother, awful, man. Um, I guess Jacob, or or however you pronounce it, Talib. This deal is just insane, and I saw a story recently that I just read today that the opposing team, you know, the coach that got shot, the other assistant coaches on that team, everyone's pointing the finger at Akib Tlaib that kind of started the entire thing. So I don't know. Obviously, brother was the gunman. You've you've seen it on on video. What five shots fired over a nine and under. Football sad scrimmage, not even a game. That's all I got.
0: Um, I'll lead with something a little bit happier Yeah, there. We all know how important it is at a wedding to have an open bar. If I'm gonna spend a Saturday going, you better have an open bar. Draymond Green had a little bit different of a twist though. At his wedding, I didn't even know that he was getting married, Draymond Green had a blunt rolling station as a party favor at his
1: wedding. That's cool.
0: So, some weddings have, you know, great food setups, open bars, you know, whatever. Uh, You could have someone roll a blunt for you at Draymond Green's wedding. Is it
1: like a taco station where... You can sprinkle in some different strands or whatever of uh, marijuana. Yeah, or you give just- me a
0: little bit of that hazel hay <laughs> sprinkled on top, if you don't mind.
1: <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I love that. That's just brilliant. <laughs> the least
0: surprising thing ever, right? I, I guess Texas it. has a uh, open practice tonight. Oh, really? At DKR. And when Sork was asked to describe tonight's open practice, he said, quote, it's going to be grandma's cookies without the secret ingredient if you know what I mean you get it bland yeah
1: hmm
0: Grandma's cookies without the secret ingredient well, what's
1: the point if you know what I mean why why waste a practice you've got a limited amount of practices it you think anyone cares what you're doing as far as uh, I know that you're you've got things that you're working on and you don't show nothing to the Oklahoma game I I, I get it well you don't have to show everything that you've spent your offseason working on but you don't need to make it a bland worthless practice agree you don't have very many of them
0: yeah um, I got two more real quick. First, the twenty twenty six national championship game will be in Miami. Yeah. Twenty twenty five will be in Atlanta. Um uh, just plan on winning both of those, so just make both of those trips, right?
1: Yeah, I well, plan on winning both of those, but I plan on hating both of those trips.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh last one, are you a big Chipotle fan or no? I love Chipotle. Oh, I don't know. Um Chipotle has a new candle out that is basically their water cup. And it's a lemonade-scented candle because Chipotle is saying some guests have been known to, quote, accidentally uh, fill their complimentary water cups with lemonade at the restaurant's beverage station. Yeah. So that has inspired a uh, lemonade-scented candle uh, from Chipotle that's in one of their plastic cups.
1: If I was Chipotle, if I was one of those restaurants, let's be honest. You need to give away the drink. The drink needs to be free.
0: Yeah, ten bucks for an entree there. I'd say so.
1: It, yeah, you've already made your money. Okay, let us get the drink free. Go over to the the fountain. Get whatever you want. Get the lemonade. Just give us something, but nice.
0: Yeah, that's it. By the way, that's other it? than uh, PJ Adibari getting his fifth star today, which we'll talk about whoa, later whoa, on whoa, in the show.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you mean?
0: So rivals had their uh, latest. Is this ranking. a composite? Yeah, yeah, twenty-four-seven composite five-star PJ Adibari. Yes, sir. So OU has two five stars in this class now.
1: I wonder what what does that do to their? They
0: jumped LSU, so they were the number seven overall class. Now they're the number six overall class.
1: Man, how about that? Yep. And there's like. What, three or four more five-star defensive players coming in this class?
0: Uh, well, D.J. Hicks is still a five-star. That could be three. Peyton Bowen is now a five-star. Uh-huh. Um, and if he flips from Notre Dame to OU, then there's your fourth. So there's a path to four five-stars in this class. Well, what
1: about the other D linemen? Which one? Renault? Renaud? Jordan
0: Renaud. I don't think that he did. I'll double-check that, though.
1: Okay. Wow. How about that? Isn't it nice whenever you climb the rankings and you didn't even do anything? Nothing even happened. Well,
0: it's nice to have potentially three five-stars, and they're not all wide receivers. That's what I like.
1: There you go. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two.
0: Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you hour number two of the rush as we quickly go to the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, if Sark says it'll be bland, media won't say as much about subpar QB
1: play. Uh, that's an interesting theory. That's an interesting theory.
0: Are we fools to believe that the defensive backfield will be improved? Whenever there are so many guys that could contribute, but not necessarily two or three home run starters.
1: I'll give you two or three home run starters. Justin Harrington. Philly uh, Bowman.
0: Wow, that's awesome about Harrington.
1: Key Lawrence. Um, Woody Washington. What's that, four? Yeah. That's most likely going to be four of your five defensive back positions. Sounding a lot
0: like Nebraska when they left for the richer Big Ten. Uh, Shane from Newcastle, I haven't heard Teddy this jacked up about the defense in a long time.
1: There is some really good potential. Here's the thing. I I don't expect it to be perfect this year, especially early on. I think it'll be better and better as the season goes. The one thing that I've noticed in – you know, I, I guess you can really never tell until it's a a true football game. But this team tackles a bunch. I'll take that. They tackle every single day in practice. They're dragging people to the ground every single day. And the more you practice it, guess what? It's amazing the better you get at it. And there, it is a massive, massive – uh the emphasis for them is tackling, and it's not just it's not just drills and, and footwork and thudding up. It's dragging people all the way to the ground. This is football, okay? And from what I've seen, it looks like they've already gotten much better. What has happened to Billy Bowman? This time last year, he was on the list of true
0: freshman contributors, and now nobody talks about him. Actually, a lot of people talk about him. Britt Venables did again today Today. saying he's been uh, among the most consistent players on defense. So, actually, in terms of anyone defensively, I feel like Billy Bowman's gotten talked about more the past month than than anyone
1: on defense. He was trending over the summer as well. Um, Consistency is what Venables is looking for. He doesn't want guys that are up and down, that have flashes, that have moments, and then, and then big breaks with a lot of mistakes. He wants guys that perform every single day. So that is a good sign when he's saying someone's consistent. All right, quick timeout. Final hour of the rush is next.